We're back. It's another edition of Making Money with the financial coach, Ron Hebert, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead, a retired broadcaster. Ron and I a lot talking about investing, and one of the sad aspects of investing, Ron, is that from time to time, you pick a bit of a lemon and you can take a loss. But a loss is not necessarily always a bad thing, right? Uh, Capital loss occurs when you sell an asset that uh, generally is less than you paid for it. And a capital loss, the upside is that uh, in most cases, it can be claimed uh, against other common assets. So like if you've got gain on real estate, land, rental property, mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, precious metals, and even some cases, bonds and cryptocurrencies. Well, if you've got losses on things, uh, and you've got gains on other assets, you can write those losses off against the, uh, the gains. And so, uh, last week we recommended uh, to you actually get a pen and paper because right now we're going to talk about some basic rules for claiming a capital loss. And if you, you don't do it right, you you lose the opportunity to claim the loss. So this is an area where details are very important. And what this is all about is is paying less tax, right? You you don't want. I mean, none of us enjoy paying taxes. It's something that is a necessary evil in life. But if you can minimize the payment of that tax and do it legally, that's a benefit to all. Oh, absolutely. And so, capital losses can be deducted against capital gains to lower your taxes payable. That's the whole premise behind this. And any capital losses you take can be carried back three years or forward indefinitely. So. If, you claim a capital loss this year, but you had a gain three years ago. Well, you can go back and claim the loss against the gain. And if you take a loss this year, uh, you can carry that loss forward and use it against gains uh, indefinitely in the future. And to make a loss eligible, to deduct against capital gains, the stock must be sold and you can't buy it back in 30, until 30 days. So if you want to claim a capital loss, you sell the stock and you can't buy it back in what they call an, an, an non-arms-length transaction. In other words, you, a spouse, uh, uh, and members of your close family, they, they, you, know, you can't buy the stock back. You sell it in a cash account, buy it back in the RSP. You've got to wait 30 days. And if you don't, then that uh, ability to deduct becomes ineligible. They can only be claimed in taxable accounts, though, right? Yeah, and that's a, a very important rule to understand. Non-taxable accounts like RSPs or TFSAs are ineligible. So if you lose money in there, you can't, you can't write it off against other things. So capital losses can only be claimed in taxable accounts. And if securities are in a loss position, when donated as a contribution, this is one that really mixes people up, Gord. So let's say you want to make an RSP contribution this year, and your RSP contribution is eight grand, but you don't have eight grand in cash, but you got a stock that's worth eight grand. Well, you can contribute that, and the eight grand is considered a contribution in kind. But let's say you bought the stock originally for four, so if you put it in your RSP, all of a sudden you've got a $4,000 capital gain. Well, the CRA makes you pay tax on the gain. But let's say it was the other way around, is that you put 8000 of a stock into you want to make a car's P contribution, but you originally paid 12000 for the stock, so you had a capital loss. Well, CRA unbalances the rules. If you've got a profit on a stock you want to make a contribution with, 
you have to pay tax on the capital gains. But if you've got a loss and you're putting in your RSP, uh, CRA says, no, you can't claim the loss against other gains. So it's asymmetric here. Can you pass these losses on to other family members, uh, say a husband to a wife or vice versa or to a child? Yeah, there's a tricky way to do this. And I would highly recommend that it's, this is called the superficial loss rules. And I recommend if you're going to do this, you, you spend some time with your accountants and you make sure you understand the rules very, very clearly before you do this. But if you want to pass your loss onto a family member or business, uh, if you sell a stock and then they buy it back in less than 30 days after, after you've sold it, uh, the loss gets carried forward to them. So it's a way to pass losses off. In other words, let's say you've got a loss, but you've got no gains to write it off against. Uh, but let's say you have a spouse who's had some big gains. Uh, you can sell it, they can buy it back, and those losses will pass on uh, to the other family members. But here again, uh, I've done these a number of times, and this could be tricky. So you want to spend some time with uh, someone who's a qual- qualified, especially in the area of tax, to help you navigate through this to make sure you're on side with the rules. And this doesn't always pertain just to stocks. I mean, there could be personal items as well that could be involved here. Yeah, and they call it listed personal use property, which includes things like jewelry, coins, art, stamps, rare books. And if the value is over $1,000 and there's a gain after expenses, uh, you're supposed to pay a capital gain tax on this. But if you have a loss, well, you're only allowed to uh, write the loss off against other listed personal uh, property. So if you had jewelry and you had a gain but you had some art, you sold it for a loss, you could write the gains from the jewelry off against the art, but you couldn't write the gains from the jewelry, uh, for example, or the, uh, the the losses on the art against other assets like stocks. So you've got to understand that that with, with this capital loss, there's very specific rules, and you want to have a clear understanding of how these rules work, because if you don't understand it, uh, CRA is very unforgiving. They it, it, it doesn't work to sit down and say, well, you know, I really didn't understand or I screwed up. Well, they just, uh, they just disallow it. This is why accountants exists, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> okay, so how, what about tax harvesting? What exactly is tax harvesting? Well, generally what you do when you tax harvest court is, is you sit down at the end of each year and you calculate your capital gains position. And most of the listeners to this show, frankly, they're not a lot aggressive. So uh, most people listening to the show aren't getting up every morning and day trading. But at the end of every year, you're going to find a company gets taken over by another company. And uh, so often you'll have some capital gains that uh, you didn't initiate. Often you'll have a, be in a capital gains position because something you've owned for 20 years gets taken over and you end up in a position where you've got some significant gains. Well, in this case, you calculate your gains. Usually I do this toward the end of the year in my own account. And you look in your portfolio for the weeds. These are assets that have been down for a long time and are unlikely ever to come back in price. So the idea is to sell the weeds, generate enough losses to cover as much of this year's capital gains as possible to net your taxes out to year to zero. And if you have some outstanding winners, so you might have had a stock that you've owned for uh 20 or maybe even 30 years, and you find that it's up 10 or 20 times in value. Well, I can tell you the likeness, uh, the likeliness of uh, future tax liability being lower is probably close to zero. So you can turn around and uh, sell something you've got a big gain on 
And with the capital gains rules, you can sell it, buy it back, you know, uh, at the same time. You don't have to wait 30, 30 days. So you can take some of your gains, and then if you've got some capital losses that you have for the year, this is a great way to reduce your future tax liability. And, you know, you've sold and rebought back the stock, and you've used your capital losses, but you've, by selling it and buying it back, uh, you've you've taken some of the future tax liability out of that position. So that can work really, really well. And so generally, you to do tax har- harvesting, you just repeat this on an annual basis, and you'll be surprised. Often on an after-tax basis, you find that people that do this, Gord, they're able to increase their after-tax returns by 1% to 2% by just using up all the losses and, and guarding or shielding gains as much as they possibly can. So this could be a very, very effective strategy. You know, I think back at, it's probably 15 or 20 years ago, I know it was when I was still working, and it came to tax time, and I sat down with my accountant, and, and he asked a question. And I, I thought, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, so this is why this is so important. Right? You have to pay attention to this. As I said at the top of this episode, none of us like to pay tax. It's, it's a necessary evil. But if you can reduce the impact of that tax on your holdings, it's all for the better. And most people, I don't think, have quite come to grips with the fact that if you take a look at your entire life and the thing that you will spend the most money on in life it's going to be taxes. It's the biggest expense that most people face in their entire life. Now, obviously, if you never make any money, that's one point. But, you know, most of the people listening to this show uh, are working, they're good savers, they're putting money away. And that generally means that you're going to be a tax target. And when you think about the fact that taxes are the biggest expense you're ever going to pay, if you can find ways over your career to cut that amount that you pay even a couple of percent every year and you can just efficiently end up with, you know, 2% or 5% more in your pocket every year than, than in the government's pocket. I mean, you're doing yourself a big service to increase your net worth over time. I've said that thousands of times. Better in my pocket than the government's, right? <laughs> uh, the sage words from Gord Whitehead. All right, Ron. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there, and we'll be back again next week with another edition of Making Money. And, and please, you know, we've suggested before, if you have a, a show suggestion, I think recently our show about electric cars came from a listener. It takes some time to get the research done to be prepared for that, but we welcome those questions, don't we? And, uh, you know, we had a listener that uh, asked a question about, uh, can we talk about what's going on in Europe, and are there good places in Europe to invest? Well, uh, I think next week I've got most of the work done on this. So what we'll be doing is uh, we'll be we'll be answering that question on the air. So if there's anything specifically you'd like us to do some homework on, uh, we're more than ready. It just these sometimes can be big topics, and they take uh, uh, a few weeks because uh, you know you and I are the research department here, <laughs> and and we uh, it, sometimes it takes a little while to do your homework. So you know if you're bear with us and you've got a specific topic that you'd like to cover, uh, we're generally very, very happy because we realize if uh, you, the listener, have something that you'd like to cover, there's probably lots of other people in our audience who'd be very interested in that too. So you can drop it to us, letsmakemoney.ca or through cfcw.com where you'll find Making Money. On behalf of the financial coach, Ron Habert, we will join you again next week. 
The information presented is derived from sources believed to be reliable. This material is presented for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Before acting on any investment information, a person should seek advice from an investment professional. The presenters may or may not hold positions in the securities discussed on this show and will not be responsible for any losses sustained from acting on this information.